Hello and welcome to the podcast today. Today's going to be a little bit different than I've ever done. <laughs> I was going to have a different podcast ready, but it's not quite ready to go. We're doing a little bit more research on it. So today I'm going to share with you about how you can start building your own family tree. So maybe you are interested in learning more about your ancestors. You don't really know where to start. Maybe you know that there's already a family tree out there, but you don't really know what to do with it. So I'm going to share with you what I would recommend, how to get started, how to start learning about your ancestors. So first of all, you need to know what you already have and decide where you want to keep it. So maybe you your family, you know that they have a family tree, whether on family search or ancestry, you want to get that information from your family. So if you know that there's a tree on family search, you'll need to connect to that family tree. So family search is a collaborative family tree. This means that anybody can access it, anybody can link into it and start building and researching and adding information to it. They can also add incorrect things. <laughs> so it can be kind of frustrating as a genealogist, as someone who you know wants this tree to be as accurate as possible, to have people go in there and add things that aren't true, to link people together that don't actually have relationships with each other, to combine whole families together that shouldn't be together. <laughs> it can get messy pretty quick, but I do love it. And the reason I love it is because I don't have to do all the research on my family. I have lots of aunts and uncles, grandparents even, that did research, and now it's all in the family tree. The problem is just when people get on there and don't really know what they're doing and start adding things. So if you want to start doing stuff, just make sure you understand what you're doing before you just start deleting people, well, you can't delete people, that start unlinking people or linking people that shouldn't be linked or adding records that shouldn't be added. Okay, it can get messy quick. So there are, you know, pros and cons of family search, obviously. There are other collaborative trees out there, um, WikiTree and some other ones I haven't ever used them, so I don't really know much about them. I do know that FamilySearch is the largest collaborative tree available online. You can access it for free. You can create an account and access it. On Ancestry, you can create your family tree for free. You don't need to have an Ancestry subscription, but in order to access most of the records, you will need a subscription. So, but the thing, the good thing about Ancestry is that you can it's your tree. <laughs> you, you can decide who you want to contribute to it. You can have other family members help you build that tree that you can invite to contribute to your tree. You can have it public or private and you can keep all your research contained and not worry about someone messing something up. So those are kind of the two largest trees and options that you can use. There are other trees. There's my heritage, find my past. You can create a tree on there. You can even get a software like uh, Legacy or Roots Magic that you can actually download onto your computer and then build it there. You don't you have the internet to do that. So first, you just need to decide where you're going to start building your tree. Second, you need to look at what's out there already. So if you are going to use Family Search, you need to take a look at it, make sure you're all linked up, add yourself, 
your parents, whoever is living, add those people and then link them to the deceased people that either are already in the family search tree or that aren't and you add as much information as you can then just keep moving back until you find that person that's already in the tree there. On ancestry you just start with building your own tree. Start with yourself, your parents, grandparents, great-grandparents. Get all the information that you can from your family members to start building that out. And then once you start building it, you'll be able to look at those hints that show up on Ancestry, those little green leaves that show up. You can click on those. I recommend not paying too much attention to the trees that are already in there because kind of like on Family Search, people can add information, copy from other trees. It doesn't mean it's accurate just because it's a family tree that's on Ancestry. Okay, you want to really look at the actual sources, the records that they have there to see what they're about. So then when you do look at those record hints and those hints that pop up on Ancestry or Family Search, there's hints there too, you want to compare with what you know already. So say you get a record hint for a death record and the death date does not match up to the death date of your ancestor. Well, there could be a few reasons that that happens. If everything else look right, looks right, if like the spouse that's listed on the death record, the location all matches up, and the death date is just a couple days off, maybe the date that your family gave you isn't quite right. Maybe the date that's on their headstone isn't quite right. The death record should be more accurate with the death date. Okay, if the death date is totally off, <laughs> it's in a different county, maybe the same state, maybe the same name, but their spouse's name is not the same, that's not going to be the right death record for them. Okay, Ancestry is pretty good at um, finding the right hints, but if your ancestor had a common name, if they moved around a lot, like depending on your ancestor, you got to really look at the record to make sure that it's the right one. You don't just add the records based on nothing. Okay. You always want to look at it. You always want to look at the actual image, get all the information that you can and think how likely is it that this record is about my ancestor. Okay, so then you can add those hints, start building out information for your family tree. Then third, you can start researching. So start looking at like, what are you missing? What do you still want to know? What things can help fill in those gaps? What records can provide those answers? So maybe you have an ancestor and you still don't know who their parents are. Well, what sorts of records would give the names of their parents? Okay. Obviously, a birth record would. If you know when your ancestor was born and where they were born, you could start looking for their birth record. That would give the name of at least their mother. You could look for marriage record. Often the parents' names of the bride and groom were listed on a marriage record, so you could look for that. You know, you could, depending on the time period, you'd have to look at what records were available and what ones would give you that information. Okay, so you can start researching. Record hints are on Ancestry or only um, records that have been attached to someone in a public tree. So you can use the search functions on Ancestry or on Family Search to actually look for those records that you're missing. Number four would be to educate yourself. 
So you might not know how to look for records in Germany right now. And maybe you have ancestors in Germany. You want to be able to find more about them. Well, you're going to have to learn how to research in Germany. So there is a really great resource called the Family Search Research Wiki that helps you know what records there are for different locations when they're available, like what what years they are available for, and links to those collections that then you can search for your ancestor. There's also lots of history of the area, you know, if there's border changes. Anyways, all kinds of stuff. The Family Search Research Wiki is the number one place I recommend for people to go when they really want to start learning how to research their ancestors. When they want to know, you know, my ancestor was born in Switzerland, what records can I find? I find a lot of people that just are starting out with their family history, they'll type their ancestor's name into either family search or ancestry and just hope for the best. <laughs> well, you're going to waste hours and hours trying to look for records that might not even exist and probably aren't on ancestry or family search. Okay, there's lots of other archives, of lots of other places where records are held that are not on those two websites. So the family search research wiki will tell you where to go to look for those things. The other ways that you can educate yourself is by watching webinars or attending classes. There's lots and lots of genealogists out there that are providing either free or close to free classes like this that really specialize in a certain area. There are uh, more in-depth courses and things that you can pay for to get additional help and really more specific help to your own family, but there is a lot of free content out there that can help you at least get started. So if you are wanting to start working on your family tree, I'll review those four steps, those four things that can help you get started. The first is to choose where you want to store your tree. The second is to look at what's already out there. And third is to do more research. Fourth is to educate yourself. So try those things out, get started on your family tree. I currently offer a course, it's not open right now, but I will be offering again, where we don't really, I, I don't really show you the research part of it, but I show you how to look at the records and what we can learn from the records about your ancestor. I am running a beta run of that course right now, and I'm finding that might need to be another class. <laughs> so if you've been around here for a long time, I did offer like a beginner's family history class to learn how to research your ancestor. I think I'm going to be bringing that back, simplifying it a bit, but that will be coming in, I don't know, however I, however long it takes me to get that up and running, probably in a few months. So watch for that. And also I have drop-in classes every week where you can come and get help if you want to get started, but you're stuck. You're trying to do it on your own, but it's just not working. You can come to these drop-in classes every week and get some help from me and try to get unstuck <laughs> started in your family tree. So I hope that helps you a bit helps give you some ideas of how you can actually start researching and building your family tree because that's really at the root of knowing your ancestors. You need to know their story. And how do you know their story? Well, you have to look for records about them. Some of us are lucky and we have, you know, memories and, and stories of biographies written about our ancestors, but probably not about all of our ancestors. There's probably some out there. Well, not probably. There are ancestors out there that we don't know much about. 
And you can learn so much about your ancestors just from looking at their records, studying the time period that they lived, filling in all those pieces to uh, help tell their story. So thanks so much for listening today, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to Know Your Ancestors today. If you want more help with your own family tree, learning how to look for records, getting unstuck, whether that's merging people on Family Search or learning how and where to look for records about your ancestor, I offer a VIP membership. It's a three-month commitment where you can come and get help with your family tree every week in a live call. If you can't attend live, you can submit questions beforehand and I will answer them on the call. You can go to knowyourancestors.co slash VIP to sign up for that. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. I'd love for you to leave a rating and review and share this episode with your friends. And we'll see you next week.